1: It is 5.08, you're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Sharad. First up this hour, a topic close to our hearts, how radio and podcasts, audio content really, are evolving to keep up with listeners. So we're talking about this because Radio Days Asia is just around the corner. It's an international conference for radio, audio and uh, podcast industry in the Asia-Pacific. And the aim is essentially to facilitate um, the exchange of insight, uh, looking, at new technology, um, different approaches to content, as well as um, ensuring that the business of creating audio content continues to adapt. So this year, it'll be happening um, at the Royal Chulan Hotel in KL, uh, 5th, to 6th, 5th and 6th of September. A number of interesting speakers. Um, we They're going to have Darshini Kandasamy, who is the CEO of Trident Media, um, Nazri Noran, who is CEO of Media Prima Audio, Kenny Ong from Astro Radio and Rocket Fuel Entertainment, uh, Kairi Jamaluddin, of course, newcomer to radio, um, as well as our speaker, who is going to be joining us soon, uh, James Critland who is the editor at Pod News from Australia. Shirad, are you looking forward to the conference? I am. I'm um, kind of uh, part of
2: a group of us going from a BFM. But I, I'm surprised Kyrie is there as a radio person, though, because uh, when I watch Klaus Kajap, it's, uh, it's YouTube and it's really uh, a visual medium. Uh, I think as much as it is audio, right? So uh, that he should be slated in the kind of the world of radio, I think, is interesting.
1: Which I think in itself is perhaps an indication of this evolution that we're talking about right audio content now is no longer just audio content Um, and even the way people consume uh, even the difference between radio what we do currently and then podcast is significant and the way it's created tends to be quite different Um, and and I think that uh, at least the last time I went to radio days there was a lot of conversation around um, how to keep evolving how not to essentially uh, rest on our laurels in terms of uh, serving the audience and I I found lots of interesting conversations.
2: I never rest on my laurels. Oh, well, then. <laughs> I rest on my chair. Okay, so there's this other issue, which is that you can either consume radio as I don't know how many people would do this, which you wake up in the morning, you turn your radio on and you're listening to it in this kind of linear fashion uh, from morning all the way up to mm-hmm. the night. Or while uh, driving. While no. driving. Uh, the other way to do it is to just take what you want from it, right? And And that's what, Technologies allowed you to do it's it's radio on demand, and I think uh, those rapidly changing patterns of uh, cons- consumption or listening uh, is what is driving challenges uh, in the industry.
1: So we will be joined after this um, by James Cridland, editor of Pod News, but we'd like to hear from you as well. What sort of a radio slash podcast listener are you? Um, do you listen on demand? Do you listen while, well, hopefully we are on air? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018 789 8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio.
0: Build
3: Fairer Malaysia. BFM 89.9 the business station.
1: It's 5.12. We are listening to the evening edition with Sharmila and Sharad and we're talking about the evolution of the radio and podcast industry. Uh, We're talking about this of course because Radio Days Asia is happening in uh, the first week of September. Uh, It is going to be happening in KL. So we thought um, we would use this opportunity to discuss um, what to look ahead at. So let us know, how do you listen to whether radio or podcast? Do you Prefer um, to have it on demand? Do you listen to it as it airs? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Joining us now on the line is James Critland, editor of Pod News in Australia. James, uh, welcome to the show.
4: Oh, greetings! It's wonderful to be on.
1: So, Pod News has been around since twenty seventeen. Talk to us about what you cover and how this has changed over the years.
4: Yeah, so I've actually been involved in radio since uh, the, uh, the late 1980s. Um, but I've been writing about podcasting in podnews.net since uh, 2017 and really seeing how the podcast industry has uh, changed. And it's certainly grown up as an industry. It's got far, far more Um, You know, uh, uh, in terms of uh, monetization, um, uh, there's a lot more money in the podcast industry now. And it's also got a lot more international, too. used to be very, very American and is now um, just as popular, whether you're uh, in Australia, where I am right now, or in the UK or in Canada or in many other places as well.
2: Well, you know, let's look uh, kind of hone in on the significant changes that have happened in the industries. We look at radio and we then look at the podcast uh, side of it. What have you noticed uh, that has changed dramatically in the time that you've been
4: involved? Well, I think in terms of radio, radio has changed a lot in terms of just the amount of content which is out there, the amount of choice that we have. But also, it's changed in many countries um, in terms of how you listen to it. There's a lot more on demand listening, as you were saying earlier. There's a lot more of that going on. But also, people are listening to the radio on different devices. And it might be a smart speaker. It might be, you know, obviously it's in the car. So it may be FM or uh, there's DAB radio in many parts of the world now, which is um, more choice and uh, higher audio quality. So there's lots of different ways of listening. But I think what has kept radio going is that it's such um, it's such an intimate medium. People really like listening to human voices. It's a uh, human connection with a shared experience is what I call radio. And uh, radio has always been tremendously good at doing that and continues to be really, really good at doing that right now.
1: Now, podcasts, of course, have... Um been popular for quite a while now. It seems like a new medium, but in fact, it's now nearing two decades since they became something people started listening to. But with the amount of content that we see and receive, do you think there's a risk of oversaturation? And how can people in the industry contend with that?
4: Well, uh, some people reckon that there are over 5 million podcasts available now, Mm -hmm. which is an awful lot of shows. But then you consider that actually more than 5 million books are published in the US alone every year. Nobody's complaining about there being too many books. Um, So it's really a case of finding the shows that you really want to enjoy uh, tuning into. There are many, many people who are tuning into lots and lots of different shows every single week. Uh, And so, you know, I don't think that... um, you know the amount of shows that we have uh, available now in podcasting is 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 anywhere near saturated particularly once you start looking outside of English language uh, stuff. So the uh, fastest growing uh, language for podcasting uh, a couple of years ago was uh, Hindi, because all of a sudden, uh, India uh, woke up to what podcasting could actually do, and there were a tonne of uh, people producing, uh, producing content there. But actually, if you have a look at the growth, the growth isn't coming from English language shows at all now. It's coming from lots of other shows uh, in lots of other languages. Um, you know, and, uh, and I think that's the exciting thing about Asia, in that you can really see an awful lot of growth, both in Malaysia, but also in other parts uh, of uh, Asia. You can see an awful lot of growth in terms of new shows, in terms of different ideas of uh, shows. And I think that's why I'm very excited that Radio Days Asia, not just talking about radio and radio's Um, uh, evolution, but is also talking about podcasting to the stage that we now have a full day, which is just, you know, talking about podcasting uh, alone. It's called uh, Podcast Day Asia, uh, and that's uh, one specific uh, track of one specific day. And I think that's going to be a very exciting part of Radio Days Asia when we come to KL in early September.
1: Now, this may be perhaps a tough question to answer, but, um, you know, there, there are there are sort of these general guidelines that we tend to follow when we talk about what makes for good radio, what makes for good podcasts. Do the old rules still apply, um, especially when we're talking about different languages other than English?
4: I think the old, old rules do apply in terms of making, uh, you know, making something which is consistent. Uh, Not wasting people's time, that's another really important thing. So the beauty of podcasting is that you can edit it. So you can actually make something sound really good, even if it wasn't in the beginning. Um, so that's always a always a really helpful thing. But I think, you know, one of the speakers that we have is Valerie Geller. And Valerie is a uh, radio um, uh, guru. She's been involved in radio for 30, 40 years or so. Uh, and she uh, talks about, you know, simple rules around radio. Make it matter. Never be boring. You know, those are rules that work so well uh, in terms of... Um, in terms of radio, but also work in terms of podcasting as well. And her third one, "Tell the Truth," I think you know, podcasting particularly can be uh, very uh, clear in terms of um, in terms of hearing different voices, different people's opinions. Um, and uh, there's much less, you know the, 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 there's there's no program director as you have telling you what to end up saying on a podcast. And sometimes that's a bad thing, but most of the time it can be quite interesting because you would hear things that you probably wouldn't hear on an FM radio station. James, add two syllables
2: for you. TikTok and the challenges (laughs) it opposes. So tell us, uh, what do you think about TikTok and what TikTok is telling us, uh, content creators, about what younger people uh, find appealing?
4: Well, I think TikTok is supposed to be telling us, isn't it, that um, young people, Gen Z, uh, as the Americans call them, or Gen Z, as I call them, because I'm really a British person, um, I think that TikTok is telling people That uh, content needs to be very short and very catchy and everything else. I'm not sure necessarily that that's true, even for younger audiences, but I think that younger audiences, much the same as everybody else, want to be entertained or informed, want, uh, you know, and don't want to be bored. And uh, one of the things that, um, whether you look at TikTok, whether you look at uh, YouTube, uh, Shorts, um, some of those uh, uh, services, People have got really good. The creators have got really good in cramming an awful lot of really good content in two minutes or less, you know. And that, and that is, I think, you know, a very interesting side. Interestingly, TikTok is getting into podcasts. It's just rolling out um, the idea that you'll be able to listen to your favorite podcast within TikTok, but you'll be um, you'll be drawn in by a very short video that uh, appears on the, on, on the TikTok platform. So you'll go, oh, this looks like the sort of thing that I would like to hear more of. Press the button, and then you are listening to the full show. And I think that, again, shows that actually TikTok is very excited about all, what long-form audio can do uh, for them. Interestingly, by the way, TikTok also, here in Australia, runs a radio station. It's called TikTok Trending, and it's all of the music that you hear um on the uh on the service but as a radio station and they call it and I love this they call it tiktok for your ears when your eyes are busy <laughs> and isn't isn't that what radio's all about it's stuff for your ears when your eyes are busy there are lots of people right now driving home through KL uh and the traffic i know is uh, not always as fast as it could be uh and it's a perfect you know radio bfm is a perfect listen as you're driving along, as your eyes are busy. So I think that's a really clever idea. Right. And with the torrential downpour, you might actually be floating about for a while.
2: Okay. I (laughs) want to ask you about this idea that you brought up, which is uh, young people don't want things that are boring and, and what that actually means in terms of the challenges that content creators on the... If you like, the s- more serious end of the spectrum face uh, when they demand effort on the part of their listeners to engage and to think through what they're doing, as opposed to the other end of the spectrum, which is light and, and is easy and do- isn't demanding. How do you, is that, or is that division even, uh, does it even make sense to you as somebody in the industry?
4: Yeah, I mean, I I can well understand that people would assume that uh, young people aren't interested in depth, they're just interested in short bits of content um, that they don't have to think too hard about. But I think then you have a look at the most successful content for those people, the most successful podcasts, for example, for younger audiences is still long form interviews like Joe Rogan. Uh, where you are um he's he's interviewing somebody for maybe two hours uh you know at a time that is uh, tremendously popular for uh, young uh, young audiences um and uh, in fact we have uh at radio days Asia we have um, the equivalent of Joe Rogan he'll hate me for calling him that but the equivalent of Joe Rogan <laughs> In Australia, uh, R- Richard Feidler, who has been doing a one-hour-long interview as a radio show as well as a, as a podcast um, for the last 10 years or so, it's the number one podcast in Australia, um, and young people are still having a listen to, t- to that as well. I think probably... The difference um, between podcasting and radio there is that um, it is easier to um, produce some great content that works for everybody... Uh, On the radio, you need to reach as many people as you possibly can because an FM transmitter is an expensive thing and it's a finite thing. Whereas when you look at podcasting, you can actually do much more focusing for specific audiences, for specific communities. And I think one of the things that I have seen changing in the last uh, five years or the last 15 years – Uh, has been the amount of um, localised podcasts that we've actually seen, the amount of podcasts which are aimed at a particular town or a particular uh, area of a country, really looking at the community there and uh, producing something which is relevant to them and them only. And that's something that podcasting can do particularly well, as well as obviously having a look at uh, people who are into um, uh, specific uh, interests like uh, playing board games or whether it's you know knitting or whether it's motorcycle maintenance or whatever it might end up being. You know, Again, that's probably not a great thing to put on a radio uh, station. I'm desperately hoping that you don't have a motorcycle maintenance show on BFM. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, it's not not the best thing for a radio station, but for a podcast, it's absolutely perfect because you can reach those communities of common interest anywhere in the world.
1: Now, we do um, a fair amount of news content and current affairs on our show. um, And this can run the risk of seeming stayed, particularly in comparison to all the entertainment content that's out there. How do we keep this sort of content engaging and fresh?
4: Well, I've listened to a fair amount of BFM, and you're certainly not stayed in comparison to many of the stations I've listened to. Um, I I think you know there are an awful lot of um, of tips and tricks that you can take from other radio companies uh, globally other podcasters globally and I think that that's one of the interesting things you know when you look at the radio industry typically you will listen as you're driving home you will listen to whether it's bfM or you'll listen to some of your your competitors but that's probably all that you'll have listened to um, you won't listen to other radio stations from other countries because it's quite hard to end up doing that and it's not that relevant to what you're you're interested in whereas actually there are an awful lot of really interesting ideas that you get from radio stations across the world. And I think that's one of the, you know, that's one of the really interesting things around a meeting point for radio and podcast and audio in Asia is that uh, actually we can learn ideas from radio stations in Malaysia and in Singapore uh, and in Mumbai and in Sydney, you know, all over the place. I've, I, You know, one of the people Um, Who we've got speaking is um, somebody who uh, looks at uh, radio in Japan, which is very, very different to radio that I've ever experienced anywhere else. Um, And, you know, really focusing into what makes that work, why it works so well uh why it sounds so different and you know it's it's those sorts of things i think that are, that are really interesting but you know you only have to have a listen if you're a news broadcaster as you as you are you only have to have a listen to some of the podcasts like the daily from the new york times to realize that there are other ways of presenting this stuff particularly if you can get a little bit of um production if you can get a bit of um of uh, music going Clips and all of those sorts of things. It's harder work, and it's easier to produce a 20-minute podcast than it is a two or three-hour radio show. Um, but that's certainly, you know, another way that these um, that that uh, that folks have been trying to reinvent some of the sounds of the radio stations and the podcasts that they work on.
2: James, I mentioned TikTok. I'm going to mention AI, the other buzz uh, word Mm -hmm. acronym that's going on. How do you think it's impacting the back end, uh, the front end of the work that we do? And generally, where do you think AI technologies are pushing both radio and podcasting?
4: yeah I've um I, I've, funnily enough, I was at a AI conference only this this morning uh, here in Australia, and uh, you know it's all of the talk, and everybody's very, very excited by it and there are two sessions about ai at radio days asia so you can imagine you know the the sorts of things going on there i think we're hearing from stations in india china and singapore about what they're doing i find ai really fascinating because there's two things there's a there's a new um idea that a company in the us has come up with they call it radio gpt and what it does is is it essentially it looks at twitter if anybody's still using that and facebook uh, and those sorts of tools to find out what's going on in your city. And then it uses AI voices to then um, then, talk about that on on the radio. Uh, So you end up with these uh, completely automated radio stations playing songs, but also telling you some of the news which is going on, which is grabbing from uh, from, uh, social media and everything else. Um and that's a fascinating um that's a fascinating use of AI because you're listening to robot voices but it but it sounds pretty good. So it's everything from there to the the use that I make of um of AI which is I get an awful lot of press releases every single day. Press releases are normally very very long as you know um and one of the ways that i use ai is i just give the um an ai tool the press release and i say tell me what this press release is about in two sentences <laughs> and it goes away and does that and that's far far easier so i think that there are you know interesting tools that you can use um in the office uh, to make your life easier, and there are uh, uh, rather more scary tools that you can use to replace radio, you know, uh, you DJs know, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah Actors you know, exactly. like us. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but I would probably say that um, it'll replace this type of radio DJ that I was 20 years ago where I was playing songs I don't think it's going to replace anybody on BFM. I think you'll be you'll be absolutely fine. But uh, no, it's a fascinating a fascinating world. I always like, by the way, I always like uh, instead of t- calling it artificial intelligence because it, it, it kind of yeah. I, I always call it uh, assistive intelligence because it's there to assist you. You are the person that feeds it stuff and asks it questions and stuff, and it comes back. So it's re- it's job is really a- as an assistant. Its job isn't as a replacement placement uh, uh to you and i think if we think of ai in those terms w- regardless of what business we're in uh, we'll get the most out of it
1: james thank you so much for speaking with us today that was james cridland editor of Pod news uh, we'll be back after this so keep it here bfm 89.9
4: breaking
3: financial mergers bfm 89.9
1: It is 5.55. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Sharad. We've been talking about the role of radio and podcasts and how that's evolving. So if you have thoughts, send them through. You can call us. You can send us a voice note. You can WhatsApp us. You can tweet us. Lots of thoughts coming in on um, radio versus podcasts and which they prefer. Um, We have a voice note. This is from Roberto.
3: What can I tell you? I'm a radio person. I'm a radio people. I cannot get used to the fact of the new trend or podcast or the facility that you have to listen when when you are in the office or whatever. But that's what I keep calling you guys. <laughs> it's, it's, I love the, the interactivity. I love the spontaneity. I love the challenge of doing it uh, 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 and the, the, the live uh, essence of radio as it was conceived. Uh, I cannot deny the benefits of podcasting, but I still cannot get used to. Many people around me are listening to podcasts. They recommend me podcasts, but I just cannot. I, <laughs> I cannot listen. I mean, I prefer to always listen to live radio. The spontaneity that it comes together with uh, uh, with this is. Is that there's no comparison. I love radio,
1: Roberto. Thank you so much. Um, I, you know, I love the idea that the spontaneity of radio is still something that connects with people, and perhaps, in fact, it gets me thinking about how so very little of our entertainment these days is spontaneous. Right? Um, so much is by choice that having something like not knowing what's going to pop up when you turn on the radio is. Very exciting, but what if, as James Cridlin, editor of Pod
2: News, told us, that was the uh, you could manufacture that sense of immediacy and spontaneity, right? So the idea that there's a radio station where music is played and there are two AI-driven voices that are drawing from news and social media mm. feeds and creating a conversation between them, uh, mimicking what human beings do, that
1: slightly terrifies me I will admit (laughs) (laughs) but just to close off we also have this voice note from Bing
0: I, I like radio as it is right it's always about being spontaneous and when the DJs are good at that and keeps your mind and your attention to the content of what's being put on radio, right? That's the kung fu lah, of the of the radio DJs. That's what differentiates DJ, uh, radios, radio DJs, and you know what radio is all about compared to uh, TV, which is a bit more you know uh, programmed. You know the contents are very much fixed. Um, But I also like the fact that you uh, now radio stations have been digitized and they have contents that can be put as podcasts. Uh, Because sometimes after listening to some radio content, you know, digging back on who said what, you know, it's very good to have that podcast to actually get some backup from there. So yeah, keep it up, man. That's why I keep listening to BFM because the radio DJs are so good at keeping my attention. In other words. Right, I really like radio when there's a lot of talking content. Not so much about the music, but about the co- know, about what's being uh, shared on air, live. Right. That's what keeps me into
1: it. Bing, thank you for that. Now, because it is live, we are out of time. Keep your thoughts coming. Um, we will be back after this. Keep it here, BFM 89.9.